0: Hey, this is Greg Grunberg, a.k.a. your favorite Star Wars character, Snap Wexley, and you are right where you need to be listening to yet another amazing episode of the Black Squadron podcast. Welcome back to episode 63 of the Black Squadron Podcast. I am BP. Joining me tonight is the one and only Todd and Darth Mari.
1: Hello.
2: Drowning in pre-orders, Todd.
0: <laughs> yes. Todd sent me a, a number today of how many pre-orders he has at the moment. And goodness me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what are we going to talk about tonight? We are going to talk about the usual news. Uh, not a lot this week. Uh a decent amount of toy news this week but our main topic let's get juicy tonight and talk about the book of pet from getting to end the goods the bads the ugly a little bit of everything um so before we do that make sure you guys are following us on all our social medias facebook twitter TikTok, instagram anything i don't know about that we're probably on uh, check us <laughs> out on that and before we hop into the hollow uh headlines Make sure you're leaving us a review on whatever podcast platform you're using. And if you're watching this video right now, just, uh, we'll wait. Like it. Click the button. (laughs) Okay, Appreciate that. And uh, without further ado, let's head into Knight Headlines.
2: So, Knight Headlines. Mike BP said not a whole lot of news, but we do have some pretty big-ish news some 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 good news uh obi-wan kenobi the series the series that everybody is i don't even the hype around it is next level uh we finally have a release date for it a premiere date is going to be may 25th a lot of people were speculating may 4th because may 4th is on a wednesday this year little shocked that may 25th is what they went with other than the fact that it is the anniversary of when the original star wars came out a new hope came out May 25th, 1977. Um, It's also the day before Star Wars Celebration Anaheim is supposed to kick off. So very, very much they could do this, have this big premiere. They can either, I could either see them doing something at Celebration, like some kind of special group watch or people are going to be group watching it anyway which I feel like is kind of counter to what Disney want. They're like, (laughs) you can't share it with people. Don't share your accounts. And everybody's going to be be gathered in in hotel rooms watching this all together. (laughs) Uh, But I could see them either doing some kind of big special premiere event at Celebration, right before Celebration. If they wanted to go crazy, they could roll in. And the very first day, have a Kenobi panel and kind of ride that hype train right into Celebration. Um, what do you guys think about this premiere date? Obviously, I think we're all on the show excited about this series. Uh, it's six episodes, which makes feelings about that. But thoughts, BP, let's start with you.
0: I feel like there has to be a reason why they skipped May 4th. Aside from the anniversary date, to have it right before Celebration, if it just feels like they're going to do something at Celebration to justify it. You know what I mean? Whether def- that's whole cast
2: there oh my god i definitely i mean i I figured they were gonna do something related to celebration with with this series um it would have been shocking if there wasn't something kenobi related at celebration but to have it right before it's interesting because a lot of people are going to be traveling that day before day, yeah um the day before a couple days before i know i'll probably be out a few days before that assuming it all happens i if anything this is a confirmation that they're moving full speed ahead on celebration because i don't think they would schedule something right before celebration and then be like about that that, okay. that event we were supposed to have i can't move um, we're
0: into february and they still haven't like told us it's
3: There's just any
2: happened. any sort of update would have been would have been nice but yeah, it's um, I definitely there's got to be some kind of reason, especially since May fourth is on a Wednesday this year, and that seemed to be what a lot of people were expecting to be the premiere date. I mean, I'll I'll take the twenty fifth. It would have been nice to kind of have, you know, the first half of the show out, and then we go into celebration. They also yeah. might not be as confident in the show, maybe. And they don't want to have three or four episodes out before people gather for one giant Star Wars megacon.
1: <laughs> like maybe it was on May the 4th. And then with how Boba Fett was doing, they were like, maybe not.
2: <laughs> they, I, I could see them having a couple different days that they were kicking around and then sort of gauging how people are taking some of these legacy characters and the stories they're telling with them um yeah. I, if anything i mean some of the discourse around book of boba is, was intense it, i can't imagine if people don't like this kenobi series how awful it's gonna be <laughs> i feel with like the there's discourse. gonna
1: be a full-scale revolt against disney like take star wars from disney y'all aren't doing it justice if, there's if they, they there's gotta set up
0: I think people need to go into this realizing it's not going to be an episode of the Clone Wars. It's not going to be Obi-Wan and Anakin just running rampant and being sassy with each other mm-hmm. every episode for yeah. 60 minutes or whatever it is. I think people need to kind of rein back their expectations a little bit. That's what I honestly, that's what killed the book. It didn't help the book of Boba Fett. People really thought it was going to be something and it wasn't.
2: Yeah. And we'll we'll talk about this a little later because I'm definitely in that that. Latter group that has very <laughs> strong feelings about book of boba um mm-hmm. part of that's you know some of my own preconceived head stuff going into it but part of it i think also has to do with how the show was marketed and how th- what what we were given versus what we thought we were going to get based off of everything that was shown and sort of talked about before the series from mm-hmm. creatives and people like the the actors and whatnot um th- th- there's definitely a little bit of a mismatch between those um but before we move on to the next piece of news, uh, Mari, what do you think about this Kenobi May 25th premiere day? What are your thoughts? Are you excited about it? You oh, wish it was on May 4th? Because I don't think I, you're not going to Celebration, right?
1: No, I very much wanted to. But there is a lot happening in my life this year. So even if I could have gotten tickets, I probably wouldn't have tried. Mm. Um Although that's not true, if if what we had been talking about happened, I absolutely would have made it go- happen. But um, like paying for them would have been tough for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the I had hoped that it would come out May the fourth because I just I want to gobble up as much content as I possibly can. And having waited so long for Kenobi, no trailer, like, not, I mean, and I'm a spoiler free person, but like, I was I. I know that something is going to come out in a trailer. And so I'll, I'll like feed a little bit off of that. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I wanted it May the 4th, but I'll, I'll settle for May the 25th, I guess.
2: I'll be curious to see if they wait until May 4th to really even kick off any of the marketing. I I think it would be stupid. I would imagine we get something maybe late March, early April. Um, but also, Star Wars is very much has this mentality like Star Wars can sell itself. They don't need to do any serious marketing, which I think is to its detriment at times. So I can see them being like, May 4th is when Kenobi marketing really starts. <laughs> and we'll hit the ground running hard then.
0: It's crazy I- to think about how well they do with Marvel, like the MCU. Yeah. And the marketing and pub- and just Star Wars. They're just like, eh, it's fine.
2: It's, it's definitely two very different marketing approaches and and i think part of that has to do with you know obviously marvel's been around for a while but the mcu aspect of it hasn't necessarily been around as long as star wars has so marvel i feel like has has this feeling that they need to constantly sell itself where star wars very much is like we're star wars you're gonna come see this anyway because we're star wars um oh we'll see i i again i think it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting just because of people the people who are going to be like super crazy about this show um if they're going to be at celebration most of them are probably going to be traveling i know i saw a lot of people said like i guess i'll be watching kenobi at 3 a.m before i get on my flight or watching it on the flight or something like that
0: so well, it, it's important to remember for those folks that are traveling that day disney plus you can download anything mm-hmm. and watch it offline so you could watch it on the plane or whatever where however you're traveling so
2: i'll probably do that i mean not I'll all probably. hope is lost <laughs> I think I'll actually be there, so I don't have to worry about that. I'll like <laughs> get on a plane and just fly to be to be in the the same environment as everybody else. <laughs> um, so yeah, Kenobi news, awesome, super excited about that. Next piece, oh, of we got news.
0: a we got a, a poster too.
2: Oh yeah, we do. Oh, have that's a poster. right. I forgot there about is. the poster. What do you think of this poster? I completely forgot that we got, we got a date and this poster. Um, I
1: know we were so hyped on the date. Like, what is? It? <laughs> I,
2: which really, again, you know, we talked. We just talked about marketing. Like we, yeah. we were so excited about <laughs> yeah. the date, we completely forgot about talking about this poster. I like it's, the poster. I think it's simple. It's a little space Jesus-y.
3: Yeah,
0: of course. It really and is. People, people have been scouring that sand looking for hidden figures and hidden yep. meanings. It's funny, like people say they see Vader, and other people say they see Qui Gon. I'm just like, you guys, I are see
1: really- Pac Man.
0: Yeah, there's an eye, a couple set of eyes, and a mouth about to eat Obi Wan. You know,
2: if you look closely, you'll see two suns. So, obviously, this is confirmation that this takes place on Tatooine. I don't know, they don't do a lot on
0: Tatooine, though.
2: It's actually an all water planet, yeah.
1: Um, Yeah, that's a sand beach, Todd. Please,
3: (laughs)
2: thank you. It's actually going back to (laughs) scarif It's yeah, it's a cool poster. It's a simple poster. I think Star Wars almost does better cuz even the the first Mando poster, the one that they gave us at celebration, I can't remember if that was the first one or not. Um it was real simple, just a Silhouette very similar, yeah, right? Very they really like their silhouettes. Like even the yeah. Kenobi poster, it's kind of more yeah. of like a silhouetted Old Ben. <laughs> yep.
1: Um I like someone. That you... Sorry,
2: go ahead. Oh, oh no, go ahead.
1: I I was just going to say like people like digging for easter eggs someone said that he was holding ray's lightsaber
2: well ray's lightsaber is also the skywalker saber so ray's lightsaber is anakin's lightsaber which is luke's lightsaber
1: right but but, like it didn't mean like
0: ray's yellow saber
2: no oh i thought i thought it was someone was joking or was saying like ray's saber as in like the skywalker saber so like the saber that luke had and then the saber that anakin had
1: i follow a bunch of random like star wars twitter accounts and like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of speculation accounts and stuff but that was that was retweeted a couple times like this is ray's saber and i was like i don't think so <laughs> that
2: would be a weird what yeah i mean if they did that
1: well they cool did... it
2: would give a backstory to that saber a little more but
1: someone did say that daisy ridley was confirmed to be making co- making a comeback into the star wars universe again i don't know who confirmed that so probably <laughs> take that with the brain
0: of salt. I'm looking at the blown up version of this poster on my phone because I'm a psychopath. That doesn't look like Ray's saber. It doesn't look like Obi-Wan's saber. It kind of looks like a blaster.
1: Right. It doesn't it. When I looked at it at the picture, I was like, that doesn't look like a lightsaber at all.
2: What if we get like a Kanan esque Obi-Wan almost like how Kanan uses a blaster because he tries to limit using his lightsaber. And even in the comics, Obi-Wan really tries to limit is use of his saber and the force and all that so if they really draw some heavy inspiration on that that could be cool and we could see a blaster wielding obi-wan kenobi <laughs> so uncivilized
1: so uncivilized
0: i just sent you guys the blown up version so you can take a look at your leisure <laughs> sounds good
2: well speaking of leisure that's a great segue into our next <laughs> piece of news Gonna tee that one right up. Uh, we got a new novel, new book coming out called star Wars, the princess and the scoundrel. It's a new book that is about the wedding of Leia Organa and Han Solo. So getting married right after the events of return of the Jedi um, on the forest moon of Endor, which I think was the same as what was the, uh, there was like this, a similar story in legends where they got married, like right after the battle. Uh, So cool to see, you know, maybe some parallels between legend stuff and canon stuff. Um, And then they uh, go on a honeymoon, basically. And the honeymoon is on the Halcyon Star Cruiser, the uh, luxury vessel that is, as many people now know, if you don't know, uh, this big, interactive, immersive Star Wars hotel experience that they've been pushing hard. Um, now we have a tie-in book with some legacy characters that makes this Star Cruiser experience um, have a little more weight, canon-wise. Um, and then, it's, of course, things are probably going to go wrong, and you know, it's going to be chaos, and it'll be your typical Han Solo messing everything up and Leia saving his butt kind of situation. <laughs> I wonder
0: um, if the fact that they're in the middle or the they're in a war where two of the top commanders are taking a vacation will interrupt their honeymoon. It's I I got I got a lot of mixed feelings about this. Like obviously
2: I love love more stories, love stories that fill in the gaps. Just the stuff we've gotten in in novels and comics and everything about sort of this time frame, like the the war is still very much going on. The whole aftermath trilogy, it's like the empire is still very much fighting Yeah, rebel alliance back and the rebels are like they are they're winning but it's they're still like having to fight and scrap and and it ain't pretty so it's it's weird that they're going to have like this just still like everything's still going crazy and, and the war's still going on like they just defeated defeated the empire at the battle of endor but we know that that as soon as palpatine is destroyed or is dead um <laughs> give or never, take, never really <laughs> gone. Um, give or take, <laughs> yeah, allegedly. Um, that they would just it, it's, I don't know, it's weird. I don't, I don't, I don't love this decision. I'm not no. super nuts about it. I don't know, I might read it, but it's not something that is really speaking to me just off of the announcement, and it feels very much like a heavy product placement.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: It, it, if it was not Han and Leia, I think it'd be perfectly fine with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just doesn't feel like that's something like the characters we've known, like our literally our entire lives would mm-hmm. go on a honeymoon
2: in
1: the, in midst the middle of, of a war. war. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, it, like Leia is very much like always in the in the comics, in the books, and everything is very much like I want to do everything for the the Rebel Alliance first, yeah. and and puts sort of her duties as a as a general and a leader above most things and Han's sort of always been the scoundrel kind of (laughs) i guess i'll tag along sort of thing
0: um the other stuff we've given us to connect it to disney to the parks has been essentially new characters for the most part i mean hondo was in the galaxy edge comic but hondo's hondo you know that's not gonna that seems like something he'd do. It'd be where yeah. he'd be. <laughs> uh, like, And we got V and Captain Cardinal and new characters. Like, it just feels like this it one feels grimy.
2: It feels a little too forced. And I, and I think yeah. a lot of people have that same feeling where they, they don't necessarily have anything against the story. They have ill feelings about how forced this kind of feels on, on the backs of something that is really just not super affordable for a lot of people. Yeah. I,
0: it's not something that probably I'll ever do.
2: No, it's it's several thousand dollars per person to to yeah. do this, and it's it, it's tough to you know when you got you're trying to juggle a bunch of other things in life, it's hard to justify. As much as we love spending money on Star Wars, shelling out that much money for this kind even, of experience,
0: even to get to the hotel, you have to pay to get in the park, right?
2: No, it's everything's included with it. I think the only thing you have to pay for is like flights and transport to get to it. But it's it's pretty much an all inclusive. It's like a cruise yeah um so it covers like an excursion to galaxy's edge and um but for the most part you're spending all your time on this this in this hotel um so yeah i'll
0: see youtube videos hopefully (laughs) (laughs) live
2: vicariously through others
1: uh well that's um we've talked about going so maybe one day uh, i'll have insider knowledge of it
2: <laughs> <laughs> live vicariously just live stream the whole thing yeah take, I... take a gopro to your chest or something <laughs> or, or wear a hat
1: it'll be so dumb they'll have like a no recordings but like no recording Probably, devices yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. so i'll just i'll get a lapel pin just a little star go. wars thing. Can. Yeah.
2: you're the uh the, the master code breaker
1: yep that's me
2: <laughs> so obviously you know good to get new books don't necessarily know how i feel about this one however we're going to transition right into the next bit of news and these are some books that i think people are going to be very excited about but it's all about the high republic We've got some new details on stuff we so we knew there was another wave of uh, the high republic coming we got some new details uh recently so first bit of news for that is that we are getting an art of star wars the high republic this is going to be written by kristen baver kristen baver does this week in star wars She does a lot of stuff with star Wars.com writing wise puts out really great content. Um, So really excited about her writing this. It's nice to see obviously Phil Shostak um, does a lot of the art of books and sort of, he oversees a lot of that at, at Lucasfilm. Um, But it is cool to see some of the different people that, that um, we see online and, and in different star Wars mediums uh, writing these books.
0: I'm excited for this one because I obviously like like all the art of books, but this one is particularly exciting because it's going to be a lot of sketch art from comics and the inner minds of the, the original crew started this High Republic stuff. So this is a definite definite purchase for me.
2: So got that no release date yet. Um, I assume this will probably be um, later this year, maybe early next year. Um, Probably closer to later this year, I would imagine, since they're already starting to have they have that. some if you go to I think Star warscom has got some some sh- uh, pieces of concept art that's in the book and um, kind of a little sneak peek at some stuff. Uh, next up, we got a peek at phase two with the uh, with a reveal of three new books and one comic. Uh, so Tessa Gratton and Justina Arlen are co-authoring the young adult novel Star Wars, The High Republic Path of Deceit. Uh, George Mann is writing a middle-grade novel, Star Wars The High Republic, Quest for the Hidden City. Zoraida Cordova is doing the first adult novel in this new uh, wave. Um, That'll be uh, released by Del Rey. So that's going to be Star Wars The High Republic Convergence. And Claudia Gray is writing a Dark Horse comic that is Star Wars The High Republic, Quest of the Jedi.
0: That's awesome, awesome man! The, here, Star Wars and Dark Horse I mean, new content is fantastic.
2: Is this the first Dark Horse comic that that for the the kind of the reintroduction of Dark Horse comics? Is this the
1: first?
0: Uh, no, they've run some already. The I believe the High Republic Adventures is Dark Horse.
1: Okay, oh, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah,
0: our resident comic experts.
1: Yeah, I could actually go. I have some, so I could go. I could go grab them. <laughs>
2: So I am still crawling my way through wave one of the high Republic, but I know BP, I'm sure you're going to grab all of these and you've really yeah. enjoyed the high Republic.
0: Yeah, it's been really good. I, there's if you like Jedi, you literally need, you need to get into this because it's all about Jedi and the bad guys, the are gnarly
2: space pirates, space pirate Vikings.
0: <laughs> yeah. Between Lorna D who named her ship, the Lorna D um, <laughs> and the I, like, it's good stuff like the art is just cool like they look awesome and they're wily
2: (laughs) maria have you read any of the Hyperbolic stuff other than i think you've said you've read a couple of the comics
1: i haven't um i i started working through star wars books starting at legends um Mm -hmm. but i haven't read anything new i haven't touched a star wars books or a book in over a year um and then I wanted to start the High Republic comics, but I don't have number three. So I keep putting it off because I'm I'm like a completionist and I want three. <laughs> I just want it. Um
2: to, to anybody listening or watching, if you have number three, please hit us up. <laughs> please. <laughs> I will gladly pay a small sum of money to get this comic from Ari. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: just want to read this series and I refuse to do so until I get three. <laughs> <laughs> pathetic i'm so dumb
0: (laughs) the first 14 issues i think they're that 14 now so Mm
1: -hmm. they do have a trade they have a trade so i could just like pick one up off the shelf and read it real quick just read read (laughs) number
2: three in the trade and then put it back (laughs) like all right i'm good i can move on yep (laughs) um so yeah, lots of great, lots of great book news coming out, and then the last piece of news is video game related. So this isn't a game that's new; this game's been around for over ten years at this point. Uh, but we got a new expansion. This was announced a while ago, but it's officially live now, as of the day that we're recording this. Uh, but Star Wars: The Old Repo- Star Wars: The Old Republic's newest expansion, Legacy of the Sith, is now live. Uh, they announced it being live with an awesome cinematic trailer. If you haven't checked out the Star Wars The Old Republic cinematic trailers, they are absolutely bananas.
0: They go hard.
2: They are quite something. I've never seen one. Oh, I sent one in the group chat for this newest one. Um, Obviously, you said you were busy today, so if you get a chance, check it out. But also, you can just find compilations of all of them on YouTube. And they are just... I would love to see... Some kind of animation in this style because they get like ILM in it. It's it's like a small Star Wars like mini movie kind of experience.
1: Oh yes, please let me get that.
0: <laughs> they, they go. They always go super hard with those with the uh, old Republic uh, trailers,
2: which is crazy because they don't match the gameplay at all. <laughs> 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 it's the biggest bait and switch when it yeah. comes to the the cinematic trailers <laughs> and what you're actually experiencing in the game because the game's for people who don't know is an MMORPG, so it's a lot of very grindy very um go from point a to point b do quest go from point b to point c do quest uh real real fun i love it i just got back into it again um this expansion is a continuation of previous previous expansion that was a war between the Galactic republic and the sith empire uh there's a bunch of new things that were added in this expansion so you can combine combat styles so if you want to be a Jedi that can force choke people you can do that now if you want to be a bounty hunter that also has a sniper like our boy Din Djarin which that's 100% what I'm going to be doing uh, probably tomorrow or I have Monday off so I know I'll be doing this all day Monday um, oh yeah it's President's Day right yeah next next Monday is President's Day so that's I'm 100% doing thats I'm, I'm picking up a second class grabbing a bounty because that's what I mainly play as a bounty hunter so I'm like oh yes Din Djarin in the Old Republic yes please thank you very much <laughs> um but it's it's a cool game if you haven't checked it out it's free to play for most part um obviously to get these expansions you have to pay you have to be a a subscriber it's one of those subscription-based like wow well when
1: when i downloaded the first one it said you could get each expansion they were just 10 bucks a piece
2: if you just subscribe for one month i'm pretty sure you unlock everything
1: right so i that's i downloaded it and haven't had a single minute to be able to play it
2: if you want to play let me know i'm always running around and and causing chaos and <laughs> dancing all over people off,
0: just... <laughs> Doing the wrong things it's, at the right times it's
2: incredible though how much storytelling for a game that like they, this game came out before disney bought uh lucas and they've just kept it going and even though nothing's canon per se um it, it, they continue to churn out new stories for it. So it, it's it's cool to see something that's still kind of a little bit of a legacy project, Yeah. keep getting new stories and, and some real crazy, like you, you could play this game for just hundreds of hours, which I have.
1: Oh, oh good. This is my new world of Warcraft. <laughs> oh, it,
2: it's basically like the, the level of storytelling is, you, know, you got over 10 years worth of yeah storytelling and DLC and, and all kinds of craziness um in it so you're welcome for the rabbit hole that you're about to jump into with this game thanks todd (laughs) i do my best (laughs) (laughs) but on that note it's uh for we we managed to talk a while on not a whole lot of news but (laughs) (laughs) i was like this will be real quick and then next thing you know um but we're gonna end it on that and i'm gonna toss it over to you bp for the cargo hold
3: put captain solo in the cargo hold
0: The Cargo Hold segment is brought to you by Skyward Fun Supply. Skyward Fun Supply was born from a love of two things, Star Wars and the hobby of figure and toy collecting. They are a company that truly knows how fun the hobby of action figure and toy collecting is because they are collectors too, with over 30 years of experience in the hobby. Every item from Skyward Fun Supply is guaranteed to be in meant condition. Head over to www.skywardfunsupply.com and use code BSP10 to save 10%. All right, Cargo Hold. You know how this goes? Well, if you're, if you're new here, you don't. But if you're a long-time listener, we start Cargo Hold off with our pickups from the past week. Um, usually Todd beats us all, but I think I might have won this week. <laughs> I don't, my pre-order list might be... <laughs> Your pre-order list <laughs> is ridiculous. We're not going to count that. <laughs> I was going to
1: say, that doesn't count, Todd. <laughs>
0: um so uh i'll go actually mario and i'll go first at the same exact time um i went and put a red hat on to match Mari's hair because we're matching shirts on yeah yeah black chrysanthemum looks like a uh black sabbath band shirt from the 70s yeah. oh, uh I love big big pickup and box box lunch is that what it's box, called box box lunch.
1: Lunch.
0: it was like 30 percent off i was like and it was a targeted ad and i was like you got me you got me. You got us. I was gonna say they
1: got BP, and then BP got me. <laughs>
0: um. All right. Uh. I'll go. I'll go next. So, uh, back in 1999, I collected a lot of the KFC, Taco Bell, Pizza Hut uh, giveaway stuff, or Happy Meal, whatever they were called. Um, and I've started to recollect it just because it's like I love it. It. I love the packaging. I love the pro everything they did. I just big fan. Um, I don't want to like show show you guys because there's so many of them and they're huge and I couldn't possibly have them over here. But I've started to recollect the entire set of the cup toppers, so like the half character top and the bottom of the cup matches. Um,
1: oh, I put him upstairs. I was gonna bring them <laughs> all out, but I put him up on his mall shelf. <laughs> so there are
0: twelve of them. I have nine. I'm missing Anakin, Watto, and uh, Sabolba. So whatever wow. it is that 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 was KF's. No, that was. That was KFC, I think. I don't know. I guess I just didn't go there as a kid. <laughs> but I, I got them all set up. I, I love them. The nostalgia hits real hard when I look at them. Um, <laughs> I have two available for trade if you have Anakin, Wado or Sovalba. I have Nuke Gunray, which is still sealed in the bag. And I have a Mace Windu with straws. So if you have those and you want to do a little trade ski, I'm, I'm all ears. Um, also got... You know what? We talked about this the last couple weeks with Hasbro's mess and finding toys in the stores um, has driven me back to the belly of the beast that is Funko. (laughs) I feel like all roads lead back to Funko. All roads lead to Funko. So I got the Den and Grogu on the Bantha.
1: Oh my God. It's so cute.
0: It weighs a solid six pounds. Like it's hefty. Dang it's a thick boy. He's got it's it's really detailed. Like the Bantha looks incredible.
1: Yeah, it does. Holy crap. I've, got, I've got the
0: blurg
2: one, and it, it's it's incredible <laughs> how detailed they get with the um the animals and the, the creatures in those ones.
0: I also got this. Oh, twinsies. The art of the Mandalorian season two. Haven't popped it open yet. Looking forward to doing that this evening. Toss that to the side. And last but not least. I got an offer on eBay to buy something for like six bucks free shipping out of the blue. And I was like, yep, okay. Is that a Darth I, Maul? It's Darth Maul watch. watch.
1: Sounds like somebody got me a present.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't even tell time because there's a thing. It's like a sticker over it. So it's not really a watch.
1: That's so weird. It's like a decorative watch.
0: <laughs> yeah. And the, the band is actually half clear. Like there's a uh, acrylic layer over top of the design. That's this so is the weirdest weird. thing I've seen in a while. Uh, oh, 100% Wars.
2: made for children. Yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt. And grown uh, adult Star Wars collectors. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I will keep in the package.
0: <laughs> so I think that's all I got uh, other than pre orders. Uh, And then I got some, I bought some stuff that's not here yet. So that'll be for next week. All right, Mara, what you got, girl?
1: Well, uh, aside from my Chrysanthemum shirt, uh, I'm a sucker for free shipping. And when I can get additional money off of Star Wars junk, I always will. So I also (laughs) got this Star Wars light. (laughs) And I may have also gotten a Darth Maul shirt, which is currently in the wash. But yes, so I actually got something this week. Jerks. (laughs) (laughs) Jerks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, like anytime you're like, I bought something. BP and me are just like, <laughs> Good. I got
1: this one little thing, and you're both like, Oh, that's so cute. <laughs>
3: Every time she, remember remember she buys something,
0: <laughs> she buys something in my brain, it's like, Are you going to kill me? <laughs> I certainly like to. <laughs>
2: I just slowly get another wrinkle and, and become one step step closer to becoming Papa Palpatine.
3: Yeah,
0: Todd walks around his house with a hood up and just cackling.
2: <laughs> Where did this Every- cane come from all of a sudden? <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, so, Tom, yeah. what'd you get? That's it. Yeah. So I I'll start it. off with something light, little, little nice, little easy. So I went to Target because I always seem to go to Target um because I'm always on the hunt for new toys. And I picked up a bo-katan tvc even though i already have one because i wanted her loose so that i could because i bought a bunch of other pre-orders I, and... <laughs> I am i hate myself that i've become the snl skit because i i swore i would never would and now i am and i feel like my mother is so disappointed in me um she's not i love you thank you mom um <laughs> I didn't realize though these, and I don't know if you can see without oh, me wow, yeah, it's jacking my camera up for the audio ones. I didn't realize though that the heads for TVC oh. aren't like black like Black Series that comes with the helmet and you just put the helmet over the, the figure. These you just take the whole head off, and the helmeted version <laughs> is another head sculpt. So I was open, I was like, Why is there, what, where, where, how do I do
0: this? And I was like, Oh, you just rip the head off,
2: so you Wait, can so...
1: Mix, mix and match. Your TVCs,
0: basically. So if I took the Den and Grogu Walmart exclusive TVC out of the package and took the helmet off, that's the head. (laughs) Maybe. Wow. The more you know.
1: Assuming it's not all one piece, like depending on like what it is, if they don't come with the helmet, like. Yeah,
2: most of them, I think, most of the heads come on a ball joint. So. Yeah, yeah. So
1: yeah. Did
3: did
0: pop off
2: easily? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. It was. I popped off another one by accident because I don't know if you... I talked about this last week, but I bought a whole bunch of pre-order figures and they all came and I got the Navarro Cantina set. So for the video watchers, you can see it's kind of on this top shelf right up there. Um, And uh,
0: that Baby Yoda is not to scale. It is
2: not. It is actually... (laughs) The Baby Yoda Funko is actually the size of the Navarro Cantina. (laughs) It was a deleted scene where they accidentally let the uh, Grogu puppet be too large. It's the, they,
0: the from the Macy's parade exactly.
1: They were they were really feeling that whole Godzilla vibe. So,
0: <laughs> um, yeah. So I got that, and and I was
2: doing something. And I think I accidentally popped off Moff Gideon's head ten. I was like, "Oops, let's put that guy back on there." No, go ahead, and so, leave that <laughs> one off. <laughs> <laughs> so future. I'm, I'm telling the future of the series. Um, <laughs> next thing I got was this. Isn't even supposed to be. You're not supposed to be able to buy this yet, but the uh, Din Dinjarin and Grogu, Arvala 7, Black Series figure from Target. The Muddy not really super like weird. Yeah, the Suka comes with the Suka A, comes with like a Baby Yoda. I don't know if you guys can see, but it's like Grogu doing the Force. Pram, Muddy Mando. It is weird because the undersuit, the flight suit on this Mando is Is... clean, but the rest of the armor is dirty. So (laughs) definitely interesting choice um, from Hasbro. The back looks really nice. Get the little side box art that looks really nice.
0: You know, I don't think that's real mud.
2: I don't think so either. (laughs) But yeah, so this technically, according to the Hasbro live stream that they just had, this is supposed to be a no pre-order straight to purchase on like March 27th, I think is the day. But Hmm. this kept popping up in the Target app and on Target's website in like small batches. So it was Hunger Games style trying to pre-order it. (laughs) And it, it got ruthless. Like, let me tell you, the amount of people that I saw I was sitting there because uh, I'm part of this because, again, I drink the collecting Kool-Aid of um, I was sitting there with like the target app open and I would every time I would go out of stock, I would hit the notify me when in stock and I would just hold my phone while I was like working <laughs> during the day. And I would see like the target little notification pop up at the top. And it was like a rat race sprint to try and go from like click it. I, I got it down to a system where I was like, click the top button, click the add to cart, click the order. And then just trying to do that for like five hours. Super painful, but got it.
0: Todd killed seven Jawas to get that.
2: I <laughs> may or may not have committed many war crimes against Listen. The Jawas.
0: Uh, Jawa stole some stickers from me at Rhode Island Comic Con. So
2: <laughs> this is borrowed, borrowed loosely. <laughs> um, I also got the Art of Mando season two. I opened this up real quickly before the show.
0: I love have you name. uh have you taken the dust cover off to look what the book looks like?
2: I have, and I love it.
0: <laughs> I put it right back on. Big ass spiders <laughs> in my house. You don't <laughs> like spiders, so
2: for those who don't know, it's the dust cover is the um ice spiders. But this thing is just incredible, man. The the detail. I'm trying to see if I can find a good good little good
0: little picture to show. This is a little scenery, but
2: I just the the concept art in this thing is just
0: gorgeous. I can't wait for the Book of Boba one because oh. the concept art they've already shown us.
2: Okay, you got, you got your girl on oh. the back of Tano. Oh man, so good, so good. They did again, fantastic job. I I was very much not someone that got into the art of books when they first started making them, and then when they did the Art of Mando season one, I was like, got to get this. And then I've just sort of kind of backfilled my Art of collection, and they're all phenomenal. Love every single one of them. And the last awful. thing I got was a, a little bit of a targeted thing, but it was, you know, those Amazon treasure truck notifications. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever done it. Like no. Amazon, they do. it, It's called the treasure truck. And sometimes it's like discounts or like special things that you can't get anywhere else. And I didn't grab it. I left it in my cupboard, um, but they did a Boba Fett coffee mug for like right after the book of Boba Fett came out. It's like, do you need, do you want to drink out of Boba Fett's helmet? Well, now you can. <laughs> yes, I do. So it's like a mug. That's like half of Boba Fett's helmet. And I 100 percent saw the text message that was like new treasure truck, and I was like, yes, <laughs> <laughs>
0: thank <Yeah>. you.
1: <laughs> I have a Vader version like that. Like, I yeah, have it's
2: similar. Mm-hmm.
0: I have a first order stormtrooper C3PO and Star Lord.
1: I've got BB-8 and the Death Star as well.
2: It don't seem it doesn't seem very practical to drink out of, but man, does it look cool! <laughs>
1: it's Every a pain I... in the butt to drink out of those yeah.
2: yeah i was like this thing looks horrendous to drink out of that's just going to be a uh cupboard decoration it much. does start to...
1: not so much it's just round but yeah
0: yeah so yeah
2: anything with curves
0: or anything it's like nope you're not getting anything out of this if i drink out of the star lord one it more gets on my face then
1: <laughs> no, 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 pretty much so
0: i don't use it anymore
2: <laughs> um and the last thing is just i pre-ordered a bunch of stuff and i know we'll, we'll talk about that coming up here soon um I logged my entire collection recently and the number of things that I have pre-ordered a kind of made me sad because I was like, man, it would be so cool if there wasn't this gigantic backlog of pre-orders. But also I was like, man, there's so much money that's just waiting to <laughs> waiting <laughs> to hit all at once. And it kind of scared me for a minute. <laughs> These don't happen at once. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, this is going to be some painful days coming up. <laughs>
0: All right, so let's get into the uh, the new stuff that they announced over the past couple of days. So what was it? Uh, FanFest Hasbro Pulse?
2: Yeah, so it was like there. So Hasbro does these live streams from time to time. Um, this one, I think, was in light of that or in lieu of not, there not being a toy fair because oh, yeah, New York yeah. was canceled. Um, so this was kind of, I think, a little bit of a fill in for that at a smaller scale. Um, yeah they do these these fan first they call them fan first sometimes they're on friday so they're fan first fridays this one i think was a wednesday so it was fan first wednesday makes sense <laughs> they just fan first and slap the name on it and they do <laughs> it for all the hasbro Genius they do for, yeah they do them for transformers they do them for star wars they do them for marvel so this was they it seems they rotate like every couple of weeks between who gets what what ip gets the uh the fan first <laughs> i got <laughs> an email today
0: from hasbro and it was it was the, the title was a treat for you and i was like oh you're going to give me a discount or a deal on something? And no, the treat was for me to pre-order something. That's a
3: treat.
2: It's not, not how this you, works. You get the treat, they get your money. That's how yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah.
0: this is. Yeah, you buy the, this it's treat. Some of the new announcements. So we got a, a slew of archive series announced. Let's take a look at these real quick. So we're getting I what I think is a new hope, C3PO. I believe the leg was Chrome. Uh, we're getting Dingar. Which I might—I've never—I've never had a Denkar or Black Series, so I might pick this one up. Uh, we are also getting an Emperor Palpatine, and once again, Lando Calrissian. I guess they're just trying to, like, if we can't fill the shelves with new stuff, let's just fill it all with Landos.
2: You Got to keep those pegs warm.
0: <laughs> I, yeah. Um, and a couple other things were announced for Black Series, which one of them is uh, an Amazon exclusive Cad Bane from the Bad Batch. This is not from the Book of Boba Fett.
1: Y'all didn't show me this.
2: This one was just announced
0: like, the, today, day yeah.
2: of us oh. recording
1: this. Well, okay.
0: Todd and I were literally in mid-conversation. He's like, oh, did you see this?
1: <laughs> Guess I'm getting that.
0: Um, this is Amazon exclusive, and I believe uh, today... Tomorrow for us, Mari. At 1 p.m. Pre-orders go up. On, it's Amazon, so Godspeed. Um, this is another not Book of Boba Fett. A real swing and a miss. Um, yeah. We're getting a black Kersantan comic version. And it doesn't come out until 2023. And I don't think it's the beginning of 2023. So if you look at this figure, it's very little for Kersantan. It's very obviously. I don't even think it's a repainted Chewie. I think it's a repainted the uh, Gaming Greats Wookiee that we got recently. So he's not Maybe. he's not beefy at all. Like it does, it just honestly, guys, it does not look good. And no. I, I'm wearing a croissant shirt, I'm not buying this figure, uh, despite the comic art on the box.
2: Yeah, I'll nope. I'll be curious because obviously, I think this was probably in production well before um, Book of Boba. Came yeah. out and we got to see Chris Anton in Book of Boba, but it's yeah, it's a it's a swing and a miss. I love the the box. The box looks oh, cool. Yeah. I lo- It goes with the other kind of comic tie in um, ones that they've done, but it's it's not it's, a good looking figure. Yeah. <laughs> 20 27
0: bucks, by the way, just FYI. Hey.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't spend that on that. It's
2: just just under deluxe pricing for a very non deluxe finger. Figure.
0: I'm going to pull it back up. Even his his gear is too big for him yeah it's it's falling off him he looks like he's been on weight watchers for a couple months
2: it's too big for him and the finish on it looks weird he's very shiny
1: (laughs) i i was reading somebody just straight up said they they took the chewbacca one and spray painted it black
0: with gloss
2: with the gloss gloss. yeah yeah it's not not good that uh not a good one hopefully i'll be curious to see what the numbers are with this because i'm i'm hopeful that this one doesn't do well so we don't get future like some repaints make sense like the clone troopers and anything where you can take the same mold and just put different stuff on it and it it fills the role of another
1: yeah character
2: like the two you can get the 212 the Mm 501st all those guys look basically the same they just use different color schemes um but this one is definitely could have used a new a new mold, some different um, deco. Yeah, they, they could have done a lot more with this figure than they did.
0: Yeah, they, All around, not just the figure itself, but the release date being, I think, mid-2023. So let's talk about that for a second. So they have the figure mold, obviously. They've repainted a Wookiee they've already had. They have the art for the box because it's from a comic. They have the box because they just did a whole set of these with Maul and Luke and um, animated Boba Fett. like what's taking the year? Because they have all these things.
2: I'll play devil's advocate for Hasbro, even though no one needs to defend them. I I think a lot of it is just they're being super, super generous with their estimated arrival time and really leaning into that estimated element because of shipping delays and and issues with shipping figures from overseas to the U.S. and getting them into distribution channels and all that jazz. So I, I, I think that this will probably come out earlier than the estimated release date is but my issue isn't necessarily when the estimated release date is my issue is more if they're going to do a book of boba version of this it defeats the purpose of having this figure because you're going to have um, that if if they take this figure and use that for book of boba i'll be
0: so mad i mean i we literally just said they announced another lando so (laughs) uh, uh, the same character again is
1: Whatever. And we have to we have to keep in mind that we're we're just now getting characters from uh, 2015 the, comic. Yeah, well Nando season two. Like <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs>
1: have they haven't even released yet, so it could be two years before we see a Book of Boba Fett Black Chrysantin. So
0: not from I bet you Funko pops one out here soon.
2: Oh <laughs> it'll be a deluxe jumbo oh, one. Dude,
1: yeah. it is I'm I'm buying it. <laughs> yeah, hands down. Yep. 10 inch black chrysanthemum.
0: I'm back Funko <laughs> <laughs> open arms baby open arms all right um, other I didn't get a photo for this one so I apologize to the YouTube viewers but gaming greats night brother Archer which is a GameStop exclusive which all these gaming grades I'm pretty sure have been mm-hmm. so he's uh Savage Opress ish so he's imagination <laughs> um we also got some pipeline announcements for archive um so if you don't collect you don't know what archive is so black series Regular TBS Black Series. And then there's Black Series Archive. And basically they're re-releases. Because at this point some of these figures are close to 100 bucks each. Maybe more in some cases. So they're giving you a second chance to purchase them at the Black Series price. Um, So it's Han Solo from The Force Awakens. Which I thought was very interesting. Chewbacca from A New Hope. Grand Marf. Grand Marf. Grand Moth. Tarkin. Princess Leia Organa as Boosh. Um, and then they announced three new Black Series figures that are coming, God knows when. Ala Sakura, Darth Maul from Clone Wars Season Seven, and Saul Guerrera. I, I'm interested in them
3: all.
2: Maul and Saul make sense because they just released the re released a bunch of the Rogue One characters. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they're gonna keep building that out in the Rogue One main Black Series line. Yeah. And then Maul makes sense because I'm pretty sure we got the season seven Ahsoka
0: mm-hmm so and it just looks cool man Oh, well, we can't have enough mall in your life it's true get mold all right vintage collection let's pop into vintage collection shall we um i'm without guessing i think todd probably ordered this uh next one we're getting a play set of Jabba's palace so i guess this would be yeah we'll call it Jabba's palace
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um it comes with like 50 accessories, I think a figure or two, if I'm correct. No it's one figure. It's just, just figure. I could I could talk
2: about this thing for days because <laughs> as soon as I saw this, I was like, yes, I'm in, I'm sold. So the, price, little, the price tag
0: hurt, but the bunch of pictures here.
2: It's cool. Yeah. So it's it's technically it's labeled as Boba's Palace, but they definitely built it with in mind you could make a Java or Boba. Yeah. Um, even the older, I think it's the 2010 Java on its, like, dais set that came out. Um, you can take the Jabba off of that dais and put it on this dais that comes on this one, um, and he fits. So you can very much make this into Jabba's Palace, which I think a lot of people are going to. Plus, with the um, 40th anniversary Return of the Jedi just around the corner, I'm sure they'll, they'll release a whole bunch of uh, 40th anniversary figures that would be perfect for this set.
0: Have they done a scale... Have they not done a scale of the throne at this point?
2: No, not yet. Not officially. There's people that have done them like on Etsy and there's prop makers that have made Mm -hmm. the three quarter scale or three and three quarter scale throne. But this is the only way that you can get a three and three quarter scale throne officially. And I'm sure they'll keep it just to this set to, to pump those numbers up.
0: So this set is, uh, I think two twenty nine, and it's, Still a little bit of confusion whether or not it's a crowdsource project or not. Todd, what do you think from you purchasing it?
2: So I, I listened to the Q&A that Hasbro did shortly after this live stream because they met with a bunch of different um, like toy people in the toy community and whatnot. Um, some of the big content creators and did a QA and a and different trade publications and all that jazz. Um, so I think originally this probably started out as a HasLab project. Um, they say in the Q&A that it was very much like, oh, we always intended this to be a Pulse exclusive um, and not a HasLab, but then some of the marketing material that's come out from the overseas retailers like Zing, which I believe is an Australia-based one, uh, theirs was like this crowdsourced project. So there's definitely some some confusion about whether or not this was originally supposed to be a HasLab um, or if it was going to be a... This this new thing that they're doing, um, but uh, either way, I'm um, I'm fine with what they're what they're doing. It's interesting because this I feel like is them dipping their toe into doing almost HasLab quality products, but yeah. not doing the backer funding requirement. Um, so HasLab for people who don't know, HasLab is is like they they create these these crazy things. They've done Java sail barge. They did. Razorcrest, which people are starting to get now. Uh, the most recent one was a Black Series scale Rancor, so it was scaled to that six inch scale. The Razorcrest and the Java's Sail Barge both were backed overwhelmingly. Um, the Rancor did not get backed, and I think that probably shook the whole Haslab thing up a little bit. Um, and, yeah. and kind of they took the lessons from that. and... Went back to the drawing board and now they're doing what they call this new line of pulse exclusive um they're, they're basically larger projects so something that might not quite be that has lab level where they want to do the funding aspect and the crowdfunding aspect
1: mm-hmm. but
2: it still very much feels like a, a has lab kind of project because this thing i mean it comes with 50 accessories like you said um it's got a moving dais so the platform has wheels on it that you can move around um it's it's crazy it only comes with one figure that's my biggest down down drawback to it and the price Mm -hmm. is definitely a lot for what you're getting it's a cool set it's a big set but at 229 it's i feel like a little overpriced for what it is it it probably should be more like a 150 ish set on the high end um but it's cool i like it i pre-ordered it (laughs) i think i know people that pre-ordered too i think uh Jeremy from Skyward Fun Supply, he he ordered too. He's a big TVC guy, so yeah. well, um, people people are going to do this with the Boba Book of Boba Fett figures, and they're going to do it with Return of the Jedi. So it's cool. It's a cool set, and I, I I I'm kicking myself for not doing the Razor Crest, and obviously those are those are going for stupid prices on the secondary market. Like I think it was three hundred fifty dollars to back the Razor Crest, uh-huh. and people are selling them for a grand now.
0: Yeah, it's yep. nuts. So um, I look forward to coming over and playing with the playset, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm
3: going all it, I'm going
0: all in on the, <laughs> the the
2: playing aspect of TVC. Like I I started out with Funko, and then I became more of a Black Series collector. And I've really gotten more into TVC and it's, Good. I'm, I'm Good loving TVC Lord. way more, man. <laughs> it's so much more fun to to take these figures out and have things to scale with them. And yep. like the Navarro Cantina, which I've got gripes about this because they use some of the different elements that are, are, are a little meh on it. Um, And the prices are definitely a little overinflated on some of the play sets, but there it's fun to just world build with them. And I'm excited to get this and, and, I picked up that Java's Palace at at Rhode Island, so I'm gonna try and like figure out how to get that connected to this. Which I don't think it connects perfectly, but maybe put it on like a little platform and have a whole Java's. I'm gonna just build Java's Palace.
0: I'll uh I'll bring my tank over. Yeah, exactly.
2: It'll be it'll be like um just two kids playing in in the
0: backyard with all their toys. Todd's girlfriend's gonna come in. Get out! <laughs> you playing with your dolls again? No, <laughs> action figures. Uh, all right, we got a lot more TVC's to get through. Uh, they announced a five hundred first trooper um, from the Clone Wars, not from the book of Boba Fett, even though that just is very timely. Uh, this one looks pretty cool. Like Todd said, with Bo-Katan, it comes with two separate heads, uh, this, a different, a new sculpt, I believe, which looks pretty cool. I love the TVC, the artwork they how they photograph them and put them on these cards. Love it. Mm -hmm. Um, They also, I think announced this Yoda.
2: The Yoda was already announced, but it went up for pre order there was a couple like the, it was wave 32 of the black series. And then I think this was the only TVC that went up for pre-order, but they like officially announced them up for pre-order during this live stream.
0: They also finally brought out the Costco Reeves target exclusive, which both Todd and I got this today. Uh, this was the most pain-free Target-exclusive purchase I've ever made. It was three minutes, maybe.
2: <laughs> for you, it was. For me. God, yeah, <laughs> Costca and the next one that I'm, I'm sure, I don't know which one. No, this one. So the next one that you're showing, Axe Wolves, he was a horrendous pre-order because he did not go up when all the other ones did, and it, he went up two hours late. So I was just sitting there, again, on Target, waiting for two <laughs> hours. Because he sold out. I mean, all these figures sell out of pre-orders like after fifteen minutes or so. Mm-hmm. So if you miss that that small window, you're not getting this figure until it maybe hits shelves, and then you might find them in a store.
0: Yeah. And another TVC they announced: um, Space Boston, aka Migs Mayfield. I can't tell, but that face sculpt looks her- horrifying. <laughs> I don't uh, think they
2: they did a great job with this head sculpt. So I'm just gonna keep the paint Trooper helmet on him.
0: Pop the helmet on. So we have the MiGs Mayfield, which the MiGs, the Casca, and the Axe were all Target exclusives, and if you're listening to this, well, well now you're listening to it, it's up and gone.
3: Um, <laughs>
0: they also announced a couple for the Pipeline coming down the road, which is Anakin Skywalker from Attack of the Clones, TVC, and a um, a Mandalorian Commando, which I don't remember which one it is. I feel like it might have been a Maul-Delorean. But I don't remember.
2: Oh, I don't. I don't know if I still have the um, picture on my phone.
0: But either way, it's coming. <laughs> so the next up is Lego, and of course, Lego and Funko are just going hard, or just by comparison, doing their job. Announce this. What do you know?
1: Jabba's Palace. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme here. What do you know? <laughs> Would
2: you like Java's Palace in three and three quarters? Well, now you can get it in Lego form.
0: <laughs> Y'all like Lego? So you get this massive set, of course. Um, I believe the throne even can yeet Bib off there. So that's pretty cool. You get seven figures with it. Look at these bad boys. I don't know who Pink Hair McGee is, but she looks cool. I'm here
2: for it. Mm-hmm. I love the uh, Bib Fortuna with his giant Kenner staff. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> is that Finnick? I think yeah,
1: yeah. the elaborate braided hair. That's long, um,
2: long sniper, long yeah. sniper Fennec.
0: So yeah, the I mean, figures are pretty cool. I didn't see the price or release date in this. I think it might have went up for pre-order today.
2: Yeah, I did, and oh, I can't remember the release date of this one, but it was like a hundred dollars. I think it was ninety-nine ninety-nine.
0: And another one they announced, and this one's hot off the press: the N-One Starfighter of the Mandalorian. Yes. And this one comes with a couple characters and it might be the most adorable ones. You get a little BD droid.
1: Oh my gosh. Bitty,
0: bitty bitty baby Grogu.
1: <laughs> yep, need it.
0: And the Darksaber in Lego form. Need it. Need it. And Peli, of course. You get Peli.
1: Getting it. <laughs> we need our Jawa lover. Ones.
0: Yeah, they're, they're very furry. <laughs> 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 And then, lastly, in the random department, um, Easter's right around the corner. If that's your bag, you can get yourself a nice little baby Grogu with an Easter-inspired onesie on.
1: That's ridiculous.
0: Sixteen bucks could be yours today, or wait until the day after Easter. Get it for eight. I'm gonna get for sixteen. <laughs> I'm gonna get the day. I no,
2: pre-order.
1: I want full price.
2: I'm gonna double. I'm gonna get three.
1: <laughs>
0: this was on sale.
1: Can I pay full price?
0: <laughs> All right, so that was a lot of Cargo Hold. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it because we love it. Um, but now, our main topic. We've not really talked about this program on our show. We've talked about it on lives and social medias, but let's jump into the book of Boba Fett. Um, the good, the bad, and the ugly is actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm gonna> say, <laughs> how spicy different. do you
2: want to get with this? <laughs>
0: I just just broad strokes overview thoughts right now.
2: Mari, would you like to go first?
1: <laughs> I can go first, sure. Um, so I didn't obviously not being a spoiler person, I didn't know a ton of stuff going into this, and I know there wasn't like a whole lot released anyway. Um, but I I really didn't know what to expect. But after the first episode, I was like, I was invested. I was like, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, and then I started seeing all the hate on it. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, was this not good?" And I'm just like dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I, I I really enjoyed the storytelling that they gave. Like they gave him a different kind of backstory. And I did watch Clone Wars, so I saw like young uh, young Boba and all that kind of stuff. Um, but no, I I actually enjoyed I enjoyed Book of Boba Fett. So. <laughs>
0: The first episode gave us a new view of Boba Fett, right?
3: Yeah.
0: The, the what we've gotten in main movies and Clone Wars to to this was a, a shock to a lot of people. Like he wasn't the ruthless badass. What people, a lot of people, didn't mention was he literally got crawled out of the stomach of a starlight. So obviously he's not going to be at one hundred percent. Yeah. Then he was dehydrated through a desert with two sons, enslaved.
1: What do you want from the guy? Yeah. like, That's... And he was there for a long... He was in the Sarlacc for a long time. Like... Yeah. He... <laughs> no, he hasn't been fed. He hasn't had water. Like, he's literally burning from the outside. Like, he's just... This man is not anywhere close to 100%. This man ain't at 50%. Yeah. And you guys want him swinging and shooting at, like, at Boba Fett levels. Like... Yeah. Cut the guys some slack. <laughs> uh, it,
0: the The first episode was not bad. No, in any way, shape, or form. The problem I think the problem I have, and maybe a lot of people have, so with a the Mandalorian, there's seasons one and two. There was multiple directors, right? And it's it went went together really well.
3: Yeah,
2: there was multiple directors, but there was definitely repeat. Like you would get a couple. Of yeah, directors yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, Multiple episodes, so. But
2: you at least got different flavors of directing. Yeah. yeah. So
0: this this series felt like a jumble of shows, if that makes yeah. sense. Yes. Like it, it was not linear at all. Like it just didn't. Episode five is not even the book of Boba Fett. It's literally Mando season three. Mm-hmm. Like
1: it's it's linear. It's just not. It's not cohesive. Yeah. Like, it has a time frame. Sure. But like. Then it's also over here. Yeah. And it's like, but but this this book of Boba.
0: <laughs> I love mm-hmm. what they did in episode two. Uh The the culture and the backstory we got of the Tuscans. Yeah. Phenomenal. phenomenal. Then they killed him off screen. <laughs> yeah. And never talked about it again. Yeah, unless they're going to like, unless it's, it's going to pay off in a potential next season, which they haven't announced. Why?
2: <laughs> I've got, I, I don't know. I like, obviously I'm a huge Boba Fett fan. You guys know that people who listen know that. Cause I never shut up about him. Like half my collection is Boba Fett. Like I will ride and die Boba Fett. And I, you know, first episode was definitely like, Oh, sticker shock. Like, New Boba Fett. He's a little older. He's a little, little, little not as up to up to speed. So I was like, okay, cool. Like I'll I'll get I'll take this new Boba. I'll, I'll see what direction he's going in, and then we get sort of the rebirth of Boba with the Tuscan Raiders and his spirit acid trip, and um, is is doing lizard doing lizard and all kinds of craziness. Yeah, once you um, do lizard, man, <laughs> once you do lizard, you you're never going back. But you got we got to see like the Tuscan Raiders humanized. We got to see a different side of Boba Fett that I thought was really cool. But, Bo- you know, a lot of Boba Fett the comics and and other outside material is very ruthless and looking out for himself. And now you kind of get more of a selfless Boba Fett and someone who cares about, like, others. And um, I, I love that. I love the character development we we're getting with Boba. I thought it was really interesting to get more of a character-driven story. And then I, I felt like they just abandoned that story.
3: Yeah. You know, chapter, uh, yeah.
2: Chapter, chapter four was when we start to get a crossover with Mando and they introduce Fennec and we get to see that relationship. And then we also get to see sort of the inner work, like some of Boba Fett's motivations, why he wants to essentially where we see him at the end of Mando season two, where he takes, he kills Bib Fortuna and takes the throne. Yeah. We get to see some of those motivations and why he wants to do this. Um, and then it, it's a two episode pause yeah. where, where they pick up Din's story and what Din's been up to and, yeah i don't i i wanted to love this show and i still enjoy it it's still there's still great stuff in it there's still great storytelling and great star wars and the action that we get it. it's really cool but as far as like a boba fett story goes it just seems like it was two very conflicting yeah views going into it and i don't know if that was the the goal or if they got halfway through and they're like oh like we got to do this or if covid played a role in sort of how they how they were able to do things you, know, you never know the outside factors that determine this or if it was really just Favreau wanted to keep telling the mando story and didn't know how to do it without doing this show and even when when they were talking about the show before it came out it was very much like this is mando season 2.5 but i don't think anybody really thought it was going to be literally.
3: Mando season
2: 2.5 <laughs>
1: literally yeah
2: So as far as that goes, like as Star Wars media goes, it was cool. It was awesome. It was um, we get to see old characters, new characters, people we love, people we've grown to love, Chris comic characters showing up. There was a lot of really cool, really fun stuff that was done as a result of this show. But it just seemed like it was very disjointed at times. and As a result, I think the finale just didn't land as well as it could have
0: um I, yeah the and, and it almost did was like of, what do you guys think of the mods
2: i didn't have an issue with the mods the mods were very they felt george lucasy
1: mm-hmm.
2: like george Mod. loved crazy over the top stuff like that that just was like weird and they very much feel like an, an homage to, or uh, a, a nod to george lucas and sort of his little storytelling especially with the prequels
1: i i think they're just like a shinier version like we've seen mods in star wars but these were like these know. were yeah. But these were like a shiny more like punk rock version of mods and like I think that if if you were to look at reality like the, absolutely a punk rock group of kids being mods totally yeah. believable. Yeah. It's just so many people aren't used to basically taking reality and putting it into star wars.
0: I think the thing that hurt the mods the most was the possibly this is saying a lot the most cringe worthy chase scene in the history of star wars 100
1: percent.
2: well yeah they didn't get off the 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 and that that some of the other stuff with some of the chase shot scenes like the i don't know if it was the editing or the way they did it but it was just it felt like that scene specifically in, in what was it chapter three yeah the streets yeah. Osas, yeah. Tra- chapter three it was slow so slow like the way they cut it or however it was just so slow and uh, did you guys
1: did you guys watch the lost in space show
0: no No. i was talking about netflix
1: yeah there's a scene where the kid's learning how to drive and he's like barely pushing the gas and his sister's (laughs) outside and she's like do you want to race like she's walking and i was like i feel like (laughs) this like do you want to like really why how is how is this a chase
0: to get out and run (laughs) In the finale, they show the Vespa's going really fast.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So like, I don't know. It definitely did no favors to that crew. And whatever sunscreen the the main girl was wearing,
1: like she was pale as shit on a double plant, double sun planet. Like she's listen, got some good stuff. Listen, goths, goths know <laughs> how to avoid the sun. That's true. She like,
0: does. Like I <laughs> People gave the guy who did the spin move a lot of shit, but literally seven minutes before that, Din had a really unnecessary spin in the middle of the street.
2: Okay, I'll (laughs) defend Din's spin because Din's spin is him backing up to Boba, so he's protecting Boba's back. So from a strategic perspective, (laughs) that spin, I'm going to spin my finger around, makes sense. But no, there's a lot. People eventually got to the point with the show where they were looking for things to complain about. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which I, is never good when it comes. And Star Wars fans love to complain about stuff. I mean, if yeah. anybody, you know, we love Star Wars, but no one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans.
0: <laughs> We've seen this a million times in ten years. This is going to be the greatest show ever made.
2: Yeah. Well, even like Mando season two and Mando season one, there was stuff that people picked at. and were like, this is dumb. This makes no sense. Like, why yeah. would they do this? Like, it, people find stuff to complain about because people do it for clout. People do it for pushing you know reviews and the reactions to stuff it's, it's hate gains traction unfortunately yeah. so there's there's reasons and there's the legitimate criticisms of this show and and people should be able to voice those legitimate criticisms yeah but it's very much it got to the point where people are like you either love everything about this show or you hate everything about this show yeah there I, was there was never really a, a a place where people could come in and bring Discussion about legitimate criticism. like I have legitimate criticisms of the show, but I don't feel like I can voice those on things like social media without getting like, having people yeah. gang up on you yeah. for hating yeah. something. It's like, well, I don't hate it. Like, I love this character and I'm more or less disappointed in how they handled all this story rather than like I wanted to see this show be everything it could have ever been. And yeah. it almost felt like it got sort of handicapped at the knee at points for other storytelling purposes
0: I I'm starting to wonder if Dan and Boba are not the main characters and that the main character is over Mari's right shoulder I honestly believe that I think I think Grogu may be the main character of all these shows and that it's going to lead to eventually Grogu being the leader of Mandalore
2: that's a pretty bold assumption
1: Oh, that would be wild. They
0: I, so Everything's been revol- revolving around them.
2: I and this is my biggest my biggest criticism of this show is the decision that they went with Grogu. So chapter six, we get was it chapter six? Yeah, it was chapter six. Mm-hmm. We get um, we get Luke building his new Jedi order. We get Grogu. We get Ahsoka. It was directed by Dave Filoni. It makes sense. We get all these elements from yeah, the Clone yeah. Wars into the show. Yeah. Um, I this episode really left a bad taste in my mouth because it undermines that emotional moment in the end of season two of Mandalorian. Uh, This and then the beginning of episode seven, because this whole point of season two of the Mandalorian is Din is getting Grogu to his people. And then you have the big fight on board. Moff Gideon's light cruiser. And then Luke Skywalker comes and saves the day. And then he takes Grogu away. And we're like, okay, well, there goes Grogu. And I would have loved to see din dealing with that loss he obviously cared for this child and they basically boiled down what could have been some great storytelling for din's character progression and we could have seen luke and grogu training and and grogu struggling with you know no longer being with din and luke struggling with trying to start a new jedi order there's just so many things that could have been expanded upon that were basically summed up in one episode and then the first couple of minutes of the next episode where Grogu basically gets
0: Uber like Uber dropped off by R2D2. Like what's Luke doing? He couldn't just fly him over. The, the Maybe George, he was the, like, the like F- F- was, uh, uh, yeah. He was probably, Luke was probably butthurt. Even still, but like if they do, it's an off
2: camera decision. Yeah. Grogu, Grogu is basically presented this decision. You can either have this lightsaber and choose the Jedi order, or you can have, this Beskar chainmail, which I love, the fact that it's like a Beskar chainmail shirt, um, uh, absolutely hilarious. Uh, but he, he's presented this choice, which Jedi. I, it, it's interesting because Jedi usually aren't given a choice. It was kids were taken and then indoctrinated and very culty, um, but all in the name of the Jedi Order. <laughs> um, but Jedi. you, yeah, <laughs> the Jedi, the sneaky little Jedi. Um, so it is interesting that we get like the the choice element, but. I, I did not like that they made that decision as quickly as they did. I think it undermined a lot of the the story development that we saw in season two of the Mandalorian. Like, it basically invalidates a lot of Mando season two.
1: Other well, than
2: other than the dark stuff, it's like, okay, well, what was the whole point of of Din bringing Grogu to his people? If he, if we're back to kind of square one now,
1: right? And the other thing is like. Presenting presenting Grogu with a choice. Luke Skywalker says you can't you can't have attachment, but Luke Skywalker is so guilty of attachment. Like that's so hypocritical. Like why can't he? Like you're you're doing it. You do it. So that's
0: this is exactly why Luke goes off, and we get Luke we get from the Last Jedi. Like he realize he eventually realizes that he's wrong. The Jedi were wrong. Yeah, and that's why he goes and becomes the Luke that we know he becomes. Um, I, I don't know if it's will change, but I don't think I'll rewatch any of these except for five.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> um,
0: and maybe seven. Uh, there's just a lot of stuff happens that I really like in, in the finale. Yeah,
1: um,
0: the, the destroyer droids, like the big guys, they're concept oh, the, droids from the, the scorpion War.
2: droids. Yeah. yeah
3: yeah
0: really cool uh black chrysanthemum gets his absolute ass kicked but still kicks equal amounts of ass i think my biggest problem with seven and it keeps me on the fence is just like there's so many editing errors like we like chrysanthemum gets attacked he limps in on a broken foot like his foot is backwards if you watch it he's dragging it suddenly he's cool he's running full sprint no problem yep totally fine and then when the Rancor comes in, rips off one of the arms of the Scorpion droid, pops its eye out, slams it. And when he picks it up, it has its eye and It has both arms. Which I'll,
2: I'll give, I'll come some slack on some of the editing stuff because not. they were doing this all during COVID and
3: yeah, we all and got problems.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but I'll, I'll give them some slack with that. I mean, that's if I'm going to pick battles with, with, <laughs> Book of Boba, it's going to be over story. It's not necessarily going to be over editing errors, but they shouldn't have that editing errors. But we had Gene Guy and and Mando, so but that's
1: what they like. They were even saying like they they took extra time to edit these to ensure that Gene Guy didn't happen again. And then you get stuff like what happens in in Episode Seven. It's kind of like what what you said <laughs> that you took the time to make it the best that it could be. Oh shit!
0: You know what? This episode is dedicated to the beefy boys, the uh, Grimorian guards. RIP.
1: Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs>
3: the only out. ones to go
0: out—they went out in a blaze of glory.
1: <laughs>
0: Poor one out, man. They oh. uh, they squealed to the end.
1: Of all of of uh, Boba's faithful uh, helpers, they they're the went, only ones to get to. They, end they end never got the shot. Side. They
0: never got hit. They just backed off a cliff. Yep. They went. They went out went out with the Wilhelm scream.
1: The, the Piggy Wilhelm <laughs> yep. scream.
2: <laughs>
0: yep. Yeah. What about you guys? Do you think you'll re-watch anytime soon?
1: No.
2: I've re-watched some episodes and I I'll, I'll, I love Mando. I love Book of Boba. The storytelling falls flat in some parts for me, but I still... Am, like. I love the character, so I'm going to watch the show. Um, it's very much like a, this is the only way that, as of now... That I'm going to see Boba Fett in anything other than the movies. And it's some snippets in the clone wars. Um, but it, it's, it's just a shame that there, I feel like there's so much more the show could have been
3: Yeah,
2: that it it's hard. Cause obviously, you know, we're not creatives. We're not in the writing room. We don't, we don't know maybe the bigger story that they're trying to tell, but at the same time, these shouldn't necessarily have to rely on the bigger story yeah um we shouldn't have to rely on mando season three to pick up boba fett's story even though and mando season two i think is very much what started a lot of this because mando season two is very heavy on pulling in other characters to eventually start their own shows off of so boba fett upstaged mando in episodes of uh his own show so it's it's a little it's bit of give and take him. with some Heck stuff. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean,
2: I I look at the episode in Mando season two where Boba Fett is like back and he just absolutely beats the life out of everybody and and is so cool and everyone that is what the Boba Fett everybody kind of expected to see and yeah. like the marketing for this show and how it was presented it was like oh cool like Boba Fett and Fennec are going to be sort of navigating the crime world of Tatooine and and it's going to be gritty and kind of heavy and dark and then. What we got wasn't necessarily that, and I'm really upset that Fennec really got
0: sidelined in the show as a co-lead. I forgot she was in the episode, the finale, until like the very end when she's just like randomly running off, killing the bosses on the other side of town. I totally yeah. forgot she was there, and yep. then she was there well, again. I was like,
1: and that's I was like, I was wondering what she was doing the whole time. Like, okay, uh, she saves the mods. Well, where, yeah.
0: where, where were you the rest of that? She was just practicing parkour on her way to point A to point B. Oh, we can't not mention live action debut of Cabain.
2: Which was so cool, but also yes. so incredibly short. Yep. Which the show and, and the way the way this show ends. And this, again, I feel like I, I just dump on the show, even though I don't want to be super negative about it. But the show struggle with like not having a real villain the villain was the Pike syndicate and the big bad is this unnamed Pike leader. And then you introduce Cad Bane with two episodes left and you introduce him at the end of chapter six, mm-hmm. he would have made a fantastic villain. You introduce him in chapter three and have Boba kind of dealing with Cad Bane back and maybe yeah. some of the history between them. Cause they very much have history between each other. I think yeah, this bro. even canonized the uh animatic of their, Infamous shootout because doesn't Cad Bane's got a metal plate on his head now?
0: Um, Uh, They, I mean, at least they mentioned the fact that Boba said, "I'm not a child anymore." So
3: yeah, yeah, they've
2: they've interacted as as I think even in the Clone Wars, there's the episode where they're both in the prison together. Um,
3: yeah,
2: so they 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 know of each other. They've interacted with each other. Cad Bane's obviously much older. I think he's like seventy something now in the Mm -hmm. canon timeline. Boba Fett's much older now. So you've got these two kind of grizzled veterans of bounty hunting um but it would have been so much cooler if he was the big bad of this season rather than just some unknown unnamed pike leader
0: yeah so let's reshuffle episodes here so let's say we remove the den episode move it move five to three and make it a cad bane killing the Tusken raiders episode and boba finding out then the streets of moss then the gathering storm I guess you take six and put it the end of six at the end of two to bring Cad Bane in. Yeah. We could, we could work on this all day and make it make yeah. sense. Right.
3: <laughs> it, it's
2: just, yeah, it's, it would have, it, it, the show really just seems like it struggled with trying to figure out how to tell the story that it wanted to tell.
0: I also think that the Rancor at the end was a uh, shoehorn because they introduced the Rancor so early and didn't know what to do with it because and like, Let's think about this. The three of us are under attack downtown Tatooine. We have a Rancor, untested, or we have a fire spray that we've destroyed an entire biker game with wouldn't you get the fire spray and just bomb the piss out of them?
2: The whole idea was like, we don't want to have collateral damage. And then it's and <laughs> then destroying the, yeah. all of Mouse 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 Mouse. Like King Kong. The That's what yeah. I
1: was thinking. He was like, I don't want like th- these things will destroy the city. I don't want that. And then he brings <laughs> out his rancor, rancor climbing over buildings while simultaneously crushing everything. Like, but you just said.
0: <laughs> it looked cool. Like when he first yes. came up, it looked really cool.
1: They did the reveal where it like yeah comes up, yeah.
0: But the, his ship would have made significantly more sense. And if we, I, I can't not say how dumb of a move it was for him to try to fly his ship into the the Sarlacc pit in like episode two. Yeah. And and Sarlacc was pulling the ship down, but couldn't pull Lando down. And re- I <laughs> love Landis,
2: all those memes. Landis, he Landis is is the, the strongest, strongest, strongest character in all of Star Wars. <laughs>
0: It's just so crazy, man. Like so many of this like choices and decisions are just so odd. Maybe we're too close to it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they're probably going, oh, this is, this would be really cool to do. Like, I want to, I want to create this, but like, yes, but let's, let's think back on what has already happened in the universe. Yeah.
0: We got the sonic boom, which yay. Love that. Don't touch my buttons.
2: (laughs) I love my seismic charges. (laughs)
0: Yeah. It just uh, there was more for me. More I didn't like than I liked, and I I don't want to refrain from more bad than good because it's subjective, right? Like yeah. just because I didn't like it doesn't mean it was bad. But there was more I didn't like than I liked to rewatch the series.
1: Right.
2: It was it was very much the decisions that they made and they they talked about this a lot. And I almost felt like it was a good thing, but now I'm starting to think of it was a bad thing. But whenever Robert Rodriguez and Favreau and those guys talk about how it's like them going out back and playing with their toys, this show very much felt like someone going out back and playing with (laughs) his toys. Yeah, And I'm starting to think maybe that's not necessarily the best thing when it comes to Star Wars storytelling. I think having just all these cool things, yeah, is is cool and it looks cool and and, and um, people love some of the stuff that lo- how it looked like seeing Luke Skywalker again, a young Luke, which the the CGI and the the effects, the effects in the whole show were great, but yeah. the way that they redid Luke for this show was incredible. Um, the effects that we saw with Grogu doing flips and getting all crazy with the force, it was it was fantastic. I mean, mad props to the entire stu- like part of Lucasfilm, I think is ILM. Yeah, the show um, looked great. Like it, looked, awesome. it looked incredible, um, but yeah, it, it very much was like people going out back playing with with toys and just couldn't get in a
0: rhythm watching yeah, it.
2: And, yeah. and, and I don't know, you know, some people complained that the flashbacks took it away. I thought the flashbacks were were great, and I love them. It was Maybe a cool the, way to to show younger Boba versus Boba now, and the flashbacks probably
0: were the most cohesive,
1: mm-hmm. right. Yeah, well, it was
2: very much at one point it was two storylines going on in one single. And and they eventually got to a, a point in chapter yeah. four where everything converges into modern day Boba. And it's like, oh, like you're all healed. And he talks about like having internal scars. They don't really talk about those internal scars and sort of that that baggage he carries. That gets a little bit mentioned when like Cad Bane is like, oh, your Tuscan family, that was all massacred. And he very much like takes that to heart. Uh-huh. But I feel like that moment almost doesn't carry as much weight because we don't talk about Boba for two episodes. We just yeah. completely ignore Boba and focus on yeah. din, so all this character development and and emotional impact and and emotional development of of Boba's character is sort of just sizzles out and then he shows up in the finale.
0: It's because they were focusing on the main character, which is grogu
1: that's uh. I think I think that was the show's like downfall is focusing so much on mando and and Grogu that I mean there there's so much that they could have put in those two episodes to to bring it back and they decided not to and it was I think that was poor just poor decision making on their on their part for that.
0: Yeah I, I do really think that this show is we're gonna end up a Mandalore with these characters at some point.
1: Absolutely I
2: mean they've they've got all the pieces that they're setting up for some big thing. My worry is that with Grogu back in the picture, it very much is they feel like they can't tell this story without including him.
0: It's because he's the main character. <laughs> he is the main. Well, think about it. He's he's a foundling, right? Yeah. So he's until he's till Din's gone, he's a foundling, and he's going to become in. He's going to live eight nine hundred years. Like if you're going to have a ruler of Mandalore,
1: why not have one that can live for practically ever?
0: Give him some sweet little armor, get him out of this potato sack. For Christ's sake, <laughs> never. Like, dude, just rocking this tater sack, man. Um, Merchandising. Yeah, let's let's get him off out of the, uh, the tater sack for a minute. Um, so overall, if you had to give it a grade, let's do uh, let's do letter grades. Let's get you know elementary school with this beast. A mm. A F through A, Mari. Overall
1: no a wrong answers here <laughs> a c minus
0: mm, coming in strong i love it
1: <laughs> uh i didn't hate it i didn't love it it's kind of lower end of the middle of the road
0: yeah so, it passed
1: <laughs> yeah exactly
0: <laughs> some cool toys may come out of it
1: can i i just want more blacker santan stuff
0: Legit black crusade.
1: Yeah, not that junk T V C uh, comic
0: crap. Yakface had a great idea. Take the Black Series Wampa and uh a Chewbacca figure and put kit put bash them together. It. Yeah. Like Kip Bash it. That's but probably only. the best we're gonna get out of Black Series. <laughs> uh Todd, A through F. What are you giving it? Um I'm, I'm gonna give it a flat C,
2: just right right in the middle. <laughs> right. I, again, there's a lot to love with the show initially. Um, with the character development, the way that we were getting sort of a new Boba and him trying to figure out, you got to at least feel like he was struggling to figure out sort of this whole crime thing. Mm -hmm. And then it just, it loses me a little bit with Din showing up which I feel like part of this is like, I was like, damn, man. maybe I like Din Jarn a little more than I like Boba <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was like, oh, I
2: don't like this anymore. I don't, I don't want this. I want my boy back.
1: My um, whole identity.
2: It's like, I'm starting to question. I just named my cat but I didn't know. Like, Din? What am I doing? Reactively name it Din. Yeah. It's like, you are now a new name. Um, <laughs> But yeah, as soon as the Din stuff showed up, as cool as it was, and, and as cool as it was to see Din and that story continue, I, it, it, it just kind of got off the rails from there. And, and I don't feel like they were able to really bring it back. And the finale just fell flat as a result of it for me, which for a show that, you know, none of these shows are guaranteed another season. Um, yeah. And I don't know what the hit future for the show looks like as a result of, of, sort of the mixed feelings on a lot of this stuff i mean the fact that people were like oh the book of boba fett finally got cool when the main character was not and everyone was joking about that i was like that's not a good thing to be laughing about because this might be the only time that we see boba fett in future stuff like they could just be like all right we're gonna go with din moving forward and boba's just casually chilling on Espa now and that's the end of the story and we don't get fennec anymore we don't get boba anymore we don't see sann or or any of the mods I mean they they could very much just be like all right they're just on tatooine now we'll keep chugging forward and that I would, would be fine see.
0: for them which I would love the secret Santa and the Starfighter <laughs> just stuffed in
2: <laughs> yeah I mean it's just it, flat C for me um I wish they had done things a little differently and yeah. hopefully we get a second season where they don't necessarily have to do as much backstory telling and and can really just focus on Boba and and I don't know, maybe take some of the the lessons learned from this round of shows and uh, apply it to future shows. Otherwise, I feel like we're going to get kind of in this same rhythm of um, it, it's just gonna I feel like gonna, it might get stale at some point.
3: Yeah,
0: it's uh, slightly damning that Andor season two was announced already, and Boba Fett season two has not been announced. Yeah. And Mandalorian season two was announced prior to or the first season of the first season of Mandalorian. So not uh, not a great look so far uh, for possible season two. I think the show would benefit greatly from season two, that they can work off what they've made somehow. Um, I I think overall, they were trying to establish Boba Fett as a different character, right? People change and he's been through a lot like he's been through a lot. He he literally went through a Sarlacc. Um, that changes the man <laughs> from what i understand <laughs> nearly being digested for a thousand
2: years isn't it? i can't not speak come from out personal same.
1: experience but, but... <laughs> if
2: you don't you're telling me you don't know what it's like to be swallowed by a giant pit in the ground <laughs> yeah
1: and have my skin burning just yeah.
2: slowly roasted alive
0: uh i i love the cob vance stuff I, I i the the deputy was <laughs> didn't shut up and that's mm-hmm. the Cobb vance, the
2: I was like, what is this man
0: doing? So he deserved it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, anybody in Star Wars deserved it? it. Was that guy? That
0: guy. That guy had it coming. Um, the after the after credit scene of finale, just showing us that Cobb survived, and he might be Robo Cobb moving forward. I don't know who Thundercat is. the like The mod doctor. He, I guess he's a real person in real life.
2: He yeah, he's a he's a musician, bassist.
3: Mm-hmm
0: cool <laughs> he he seems to be a really part of the star wars canon now like he seems to be a big deal he saved Finn. he's saving Cobb. but it still wasn't enough i'm with you guys it's uh it's a c for me um i don't think i'll watch anything outside from the Dan episodes yeah so uh i guess what could have been i i don't know i it's
2: the the blip of Boba Fett, the blurb of Boba <laughs> Fett.
1: You guys remember that time of Book of Boba? Fett? no, we don't talk about. Book <laughs> yeah, of Boba we, Fett don't, Fett we don't. We don't talk Fett, about Boba Fett, anymore. That black hole in the in the history. <laughs>
2: we don't talk about <laughs> Boba.
1: <laughs>
2: Have
3: you been doing Kanto to look- recently? <laughs> <laughs> it's always
0: on here. I had a five year old. Same. Um, so that'll do it for us this week. Uh, I w- I mean, I'd love to know what folks who are listening or watching this think of the series um i just feel it's so polarizing right like, yeah i've i've seen people who are like gung-ho like 100 greatest thing they've ever seen i've seen people on the other side who to be fair those people will always see the wrong yeah. or the bad
3: yeah
0: and they're they're exhausting and neither here nor there um, so if you want to talk about this, please, please do comment on the video. Shoot us a message on social media. Join our discord. Let's get nuts. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Um, I think I put that in every episode now. And I, I kind of. <laughs> we just need the,
2: the actual scene from, from Batman.
0: Yeah. yeah, actually, I'll do that for next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, let's stop. Let's just stop. Rambling. We've been doing this for a while. So uh, until next time, remember, force will be with you always.
3: Oh, <laughs> oh,